not so much. But there's definitely something coming. Can you feel it? In the last six months alone, we've had this big boom of technology from ChatGPT to Stable Diffusion, Dream AI, and about a hundred other things. However, all these big leaps forward made me wonder, could AI animate? I mean, traditionally animate. With all 12 principles, animate in 3D and 2D. And my first thoughts of this topic were, yeah, probably, maybe. The more I looked into it, the more questions I had. So, as an average animator who's overweight, has bags under his eyes, and is addicted to caffeine, I decided to try to find out. With a basic knowledge of AI, I wanted to talk to people in the field of animation and get to know what people thought and what they believed could happen in the near future. Then, talk to some experts in AI and see if these concerns or theories had any validity to them. My name is Alex. Plant your assets in front of your screen, turn those ears on, and let's find out. Is this the boogeyman crawling up our beds, or just Sully trying to say hi? Is this a strange monolith towering before us, or a new tool to bring about human revolution? Is this a friend or a foe? Is it Judgment Day, or did we just fall asleep in front of the TV again? I don't know. Well, let's find out together in Animator vs. The Machine. Oh, today we got Rodrigo Braga, or Rod, as he likes to be known. Uh, hi, Rod. Introduce everyone to yourself. Hi, Alex. Nice to meet you, and <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Perfect. Yeah. So, 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 tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you do? So, yeah, um, I'm a technical 3D animator. So, I'm working for a company called Sonodyne that specializes in sound engineering uh, for subwater or subaquatic technology. So I've been working there for the last two years. Uh, but I started as a traditional 3D animator back in 2009, if I'm not wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've been jumping around as a motion, motion graphic artist, 3D animation, visual artist, um, real-time engine uh, as well. So I jump a little bit of game technology like Unreal, Unity, this kind of stuff. So yeah, I've been cool. jumping loads of company. Now the latest job that I've been working on is a Sonodyne, that is an mm -hmm. engineering company. Cool. So for other Phantom listeners out there who might be animators, what is the difference between technical animation and say cartoon animation? Well, we can talk about the difference between 3D and 2D traditional animation. So yeah, 2D, um, 2D animation, uh, is what you see on the classics of Disney, like Fantasia, or I don't know, remember the classic Disney stuff. Um, and then it's still there, so we still have some loads of talented people that still focus on 2D animation and do beautiful stuff. Um, I think back in 2000, 2000s, did you hear that? Uh, the 3D technologies start to take over of the animation universe. So loads of artists came from there. So right. I believe I started to be interested in 3D animation when I saw, you probably remember that when you watch the Jurassic Park and you see this gigantic monster on the screen. T-Rex, yeah. Just, yeah, oh, and you say, yeah. Oh, how do they do that? So yeah, it's a mix of loads of practical stuff and 3D stuff. I say, well, how do you do that? 
And then I learned a little bit, and that's why I decided to jump on the 3D animation stuff and the visual effects as well. Yeah, that's the difference. Oh, cool. The difference is using technology to create animation. Uh, mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that 2D traditional doesn't use it, but it's right. more pen to hands and doing stuff manually instead of just moving camera, moving characters, and everything. Okay, cool. So the reason we're talking today is because you've actually used AI as a as an, an experiment, I, correct? I did. I did. I did. So tell us about it. Yeah, uh, I start to heard about AI because of the fear mongering among artists right now. So, oh, yeah. we're going to lose our jobs. Oh, my God. Um, and I said, oh, let, let me see what, what it's about. And um, I dig a little bit. And obviously, I end up on mid-journey. That's the most common uh, AI tool that mm -hmm. most people use. It. I saw amazing images generate from there. Um, and I start to talk with my fellow artists. Feel, what is it about? What is it about? Oh, man, it's crazy. They could have took up. They never tell me, hey, look, this is what it's about. They just explain they fear about what's going to happen in the future. And I start digging myself. Uh, and I end up experimenting mid-journey first. Uh, I didn't like the mid-journey because uh, it's a great tool. I think they're going to work on that. But it seems like you, you're you not putting hands on anything. You just put some right. words and boom, something happened. Um, yeah. And that changed since then, but in another tools. Uh, the conversation was authoring about what to generate on the AI. Have some people doing make a lot of money on the AI using mid-journey. They sailing printings on the internet and take ownership of everything that they're doing. But I understand that is a feed for um, a massive data that we feed from you know, imager or internet. And it was a scary once when I tried mid-journey as well. I saw like a watermark print in there from uh, Shutterstock. It was yeah. much, but you noticeably see there was Shutterstock image in there. You can, st you can still make it out. Yeah. Yeah. And I say, uh, that's, that, that's not for me. And I drop uh, mid-journey for a while. And I obviously experiment with ChatGPT to create some scripts and everything. And then I discover... Um, another tools that actually put a hands on something. So you need to feed with your own stuff uh, to create something. Um, one of them is a Kyber. So essentially okay. you can film everything that you want. You can, uh, you create your own content and you feed this machine to stylize for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I love that because you can actually direct what you want to see before you right. upload it and decide what style you're going for. I think that's that's a tool for me. That's more, more interesting to me because I can, uh, it, it's like, I remember the conversation back in the days was uh, traditional artists say, oh my God, this guy's cheating because he used a 3D to create perspective. Hmm. Yeah, but the art is there. Yeah. He, it's not just about the tool, it's about the guy have excuse to mix that up. I think art is yeah. about mix that up. And that's what I'm looking for, a tool that I can mix my skills with technology. That's it. Right. Because even people I've talked to, they have the same fear, like, oh, AI is going to take us over, or they're going to take our jobs and all this. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, but that's it's, fear just like, it's, yeah, it's the same thing like you're saying, like the guy who used uh, a 3D asset uh, to get his perspective. It's just like, it's just using a tool to make things faster. Because time that's is money at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. 
That's what I see. I see it's a tool. I see a potential tool. Obviously, it has a lot of talk of legislation about how we're going to use a responsibility, ownership, altering. Has a lot of talk. But we put the wall of fear in front of us and not talking about it is not going to take it anywhere. And that's how I felt right. from my fellow artists. They don't want to talk about it, just push that away. But yeah. it's a wave. You're not going to stop a wave. They come in anyway. So it's better to yeah, talk it, right now than later. Exactly. Yeah. You can't you can't ignore it. It's gonna happen. So you might as happen. well learn about it and figure yeah. it out. Yeah. So and it took by surprise. Showed me. Really? Oh, it's it's hot. It right. took, by, it took by surprise. I was surprised because everybody said that it's a big deal was the metaverse. You remember that? Everybody talked about metaverse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Metaverse is gonna be the future. But actually this came from nothing. It just hey, EI is there. And metaverse yeah. just kind of disappearing now. So, yeah, it was like so. The metaverse was like Google Glass when it first came out. You're like, oh my god, Google Glass is going to be a thing, and then it just yeah. nothing happened. No, the metaverse, same thing. Same you're thing. like, okay, but not, but AI, but AI, and I'm like, oh, this, this is, yeah. nothing's going to here to stay. Yeah. So yeah. the thing you showed me, how did you do that? Was that through stable diffusion so, or Kyber no, or like, whatever it was? I, I, heard that, I, I heard that stable diffusion is capable to do video as well, but I found the pipeline is a bit more complicated. So Kyber is literally you film something or you can download the footage that you want, upload it, create your prompt, um, yeah. and then you can mix around because sometimes you get stuck of what a prompt and go, how to feed, how, how, how good my prompt could be to feed this machine. Yeah. And has another tool that I use a lot called Prompt to Hero. So essentially okay. it has loads of options of prompts, how you can combine and how some artists combine prompts to get a certain results. And it's a great tool. And actually you can use ChatGPT as well to create a prompt prompt for you if you get stuck. Um, oh really? Yeah, you can ask ChatGPT to create a prompt for you if you get stuck in your mind and I don't know exactly what you want. Um, ChatGPT could help with that. So that's what I did. I just created one shot. I film, I film a guy, and I want this like magical, stylized, ultra-realistic or hyper-realistic galaxy um, mm -hmm. born from this guy on the background. Um, and boom, I just press a button, wait. Literally that. Uh, huh. it depends. They use, yeah, they use the power of your machine, so it depends on how powerful your machine is. But my machine right. is fairly um, beefy, so it was quite. Yeah. It took me about 10, 15 minutes to generate that shot, and wow. uh, I think it's a you know it's a great tool, and I'm going to use it in the future yeah. as well. So then, did you have to personally go in and touch some things up, or was it like fifteen minutes sometimes, and it's done? Sometimes you don't like the look, so you can oh let me change the prompt a little bit, or you can change an option because like it gives you like three or two options, uh, what okay. kind of, how it looks like in the future. Give it like a little frames, not the full video, not a preview, but give a few frames how they're going to look. And you can pick one or you can go on a prompt again and work on your prompt uh, and generate again from that. Yeah, and generate and go on a stage off, generate the frames again. And if you like how they yep. look, you proceed to the final render. Oh. Yeah. So does it render out as a... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Does it render out as like a as as a movie file, or is it like a like tiffs or cargas or? They give you they give you a four K movie file, 
to give them full okay. the file. Yeah. Yeah. The capability is a max 4K. No, no, no. Oh, wow. It's, it's the one you got. Unless you want to do something else in Composite, that's an, a great thing. You can mix it up with traditional stuff, like you go on After Effects and add more stuff in yeah. there. Um, that's, a, that's a fantastic thing. You know, you can that's mix it up. That's cool. Yeah. Effect. Yeah. Hmm. So with playing around with it, can you see it possibly being used somewhere in an animation pipeline, or is it just too experimental right now? Well, I see, I, I discovered yesterday, you, you remember the video that I sent you a guy walking around and changed the shots just when he clicked the, when yeah. he clicked the finger. Just yeah. So I figured out which tool this guy uses. It. It's a tool called, oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's, uh, the tool called Runway. So I, I haven't changed. Yeah, I have a chance to use it because I need to pay for it. Uh, yeah, and it's not that bad. It's about the same price that I use on Kyber. I'm probably going to experiment that afterwards. But essentially, yeah. you you pick a style. Like imagine uh, okay. you want to pick a frame like a, a Pixar frame, and you film yourself walking around in your home doing your daily stuff, and you choose. Okay, I want this replicate by this frame. So they're going to literally apply the style that the frame that you choose on your footage. So mm-hmm. imagine if you want a Johnny Bravo kind of style cartoon and you're going to yeah. walk around and you have a film of you walking around your, in your home. You're going to convert that you as a Johnny Bravo kind of stuff. And it's great. Huh. It looks great. So I think that's the guy that sent you the video. That's what he do. They use this That's runway cool. thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have other tools as well. It's like uh, frame interpolation. Uh, they have like a, a infinite image tool that essentially, if you mm-hmm. imagine if you have like a flower, right? You have an image. Have, you have a you took a picture of a flower, but you have a more contest around, and he okay. generate the contest for you. You know what I mean? Imagine if you have like a picture of, you take like a, a close-up of a flower. Yeah. And you want contests. And they, okay. this, this tool generate contests for you. They generate like a wall here, a person there, yeah. or a guard in the background. They generate that for you. Huh. That's, to do that in a Photoshop, how long going to take? Yeah. yeah it's going to take a while. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's so many tools like, popping out. Uh, I've been thinking yeah. about it. So many tools doing different things, and like I say, this is a wave. It's not going to stop. No, it's just going to get more and more refined as yeah. it goes further. Yeah. Hmm. So then, my question is: with this new form of, with this AI that you can like, you know, film live action footage and interpolate a style over top of your footage. Mm-hmm. Is this would this be like it's not that's it's not quite animation like not by the traditional no, no, sense. It's not it's not a traditional sense. What you could do, what you could do is animate yourself. You can create like if you have a rig of character or if you have an animation that you did, you can render that out mm-hmm. and restylize. Use these tools, right? Because if you remember. It's like I'm watching the other day um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Fantastic yeah. film. So I, stylized. Keep 
Yeah, it's yeah. so many details in there. So, and it took years because they paint over frames. Um, like the 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 depth of field, it's not the background is not blurry. They actually paint the background to be blurred to look like. Blurred. Oh, interesting. Um, so it's all hand work in there, and took years right. and years to do that. Imagine if you can yeah. upload your animation and apply. Okay, I want this. Animation looks like a Spider-Man look, mm-hmm. and boom, you have it. So it's pretty cool. Maybe it's not going to be like, or well, the next year is going to be production, um, uh, production level, but maybe three, four years, maybe that. I just want a style, Pixar style, and you upload your animation, and boom, you have Pixar style. Sure, you know. Mm. The only the only concern I see with that is that you might have, you know, like you have this like huge wave of just clones of like all right, everyone's gonna let's all do Pixar style. And it's like this just massive wave of everyone doing the same thing, and you're like, oh crap, <laughs> you but know what I mean? Again, They're like, oh no. But the only yeah, option to stand out, but the only option to stand out is create something different of the wave, right? Um, yeah, I think that's why Spider Man to the Spider Verse stand out because they didn't follow the superhero thing that everybody's follow or no animation style that everybody's follow. Um, I, I know personally some people that work on Spider-Man to Spider-Verse and they look as they, what they're looking for is differentiation or something out the box that you haven't seen around. Um, I think these tools, AI tools, you need to find your own way to stand out, essentially, you know, obviously it's going to be it's going to have a wave of. It's like when Mid Journey come out, loads of people put a print out there, and overuse overuse Mid Journey. But sure. you need to find your way to differentiate from this, and stand out. Right, there's always there's always going to be people that like misuse a new technology or use it for, you know, the quickest path to success or you know whatever it is. There's exactly, always going to be you know, clones. But I know. yeah, it's, obviously, it's never, obviously, yeah, it's never going to stop it. Yeah. So, but by using this tech, have you found, you know, what what what's some cool things you've learned, or any drawbacks to using this type of software that you found? Like, is there any limitations? Like, yes. You know what I mean? So, um, the limitation is control. I think so. Okay. Uh, is what you see is what you got. So there's no control on the tools itself. It's like right. one thing that I struggle with is keep faces intact. Um, I think the Kyber did a pretty good job on the footage that I did to to keep the face without rec- uh, uh, still recognize the faces in there because sometimes it smells, sometimes the eyes change or shift or, you know, always yeah. struggle like this. Um, but actually it could be a style. It's like if you... Sure. Have you, if you're watching now, uh, it's another fear mongering or cancellation thing wave on the internet is the latest uh, Marvel show, uh, Secret Invasion. Oh, Secret Invasion. Yeah, yeah. I was about to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So With the title sequence? The title yeah. sequence it completely created and, and generated AI. So an artist straight away yeah. oh, cancel the show, cancel the show. Come on, chill a little yeah. bit. Maybe it's a yeah. decision. You know, people say, oh, he's ugly. Maybe it's supposed to be like that. Maybe it's a decision yeah, to all, make that ugly. 
Well, I, I read an article with the the director of the studio was talking about it. He was like, "Yeah, like we 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 got direction, being like we we wanted to try out the AI software because it was new. It was like just came out, and they hired a broker and bro- they gave him keywords and they like typed it in prompts and." They're like, oh, it's kind of cool how it's like shape shifts, kind of like how the scrolls shape shift, and it's like, oh, it's kind of neat. And they're like, oh, this fits with the theme of the show. And then everyone's it like, ah, oh, cancel it because it's all AI. Yeah, and it's like, no, that works for what it needs to work, what it needs to do. Is that it's supposed to be like this exactly. weird abstract, like you don't know who's what or what it is? What are you looking at, really? It, to it be almost fair, looks it, human. I, I watch it and I enjoy it. I watch the 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 open title. I haven't yeah. watched the show yet. Yeah, but looks great. Yeah, and, like I I watched the sh- I watched the show and I was like, oh yeah, this fits really well. And I have no problem. Hundred percent, hundred percent sure the pipeline was like the Kybit pipeline. So you film your own stuff, you have a direction up behind that, you have a script, you have the entire pipeline, and in the end, I want this kind of style. You upload your footage and put your prompt to that, and you have it. Yeah. So then. The question I've been talking to other animators about when I mentioned, like, you know, stable diffusion, mid-journey, all that stuff. Like, oh, we don't have to worry because it can't draw hands. Do you think it'll solve that problem anytime soon? Yeah, I think... Um, I, I watched a podcast this morning with mm-hmm. um, the ChatGPT guy. Um, okay. The head of ChatGPT. I forgot his name. Yeah. He, he was talking about back then how poor chatty did deal with stuff and now the difference sure. well i think that's all it is going to i want to thank our guests for contributing on our journey so far show. and i want to thank you I'm the phantom listeners for hearing us ramble the around the water cooler paint. come check in next that's time as we talk more about the we subject of ai in the animation tool. industry so everything let's is find out together these tools don't forget gonna your eyes on the horizon and it's going to give you like a direction of what you want to do uh obviously Goodbye. Yes. Aborting transmission. Probably going to take a while. Or probably not going to take that while. Probably going to be next year. No. You know. Oh yeah. Once well, uh, I've been telling people, it's just like this is just Gen One of the public. Exactly. Consumption exactly. of this thing. Once yeah. it's the Gen Two, they're like, oh, it's hands, no problem. Yeah, and we're talking about the aspects of AI using art, right? Yes. Yeah. So many other aspects to explore. Oh. And if in. Security, legislation, uh, democracy, everything. So we need a long talk. So if you push that away, you're not going to be part of it. So I prefer to be part of the conversation Mm -hmm. than put a wall and say, no, I don't want this. This Mm -hmm. is going to take my job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Don't let the fear fear. stop you from learning something. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let the fear interfere. That's it. People say. Yeah. So as a one last thing, what's something you recommend animators should take away from AI? Like what, what should they look at AI and learn from it, if anything? Uh, well, I can say on a 3D, on the perspective of a 3D animator, so has a loads of tools. So ChatGPT, for instance, because every, every 3D animator know um, how hard it is to learn like a language, like Python or uh, MyScript or anything. And this is in the power of your hands. Just go on ChatGPT, ask for write a script in Python for you. If you don't want, if you don't, if you don't have a time to learn Python yourself, uh, I didn't say, hey, please don't need to learn Python anymore because ChatGPT is going to do it for you. I didn't say that. Uh, it's good yeah, to yeah. have the basis, but yeah. to write the script for you, 
to create tools for you is a great it's a great opportunity. Um, right. You know, experiment as well. Create your own renders of your own animation. Upload your footage on a foot on a, a stable diffusion or the Kyber tool that I mentioned here. Uh, try to get a different styles. Maybe you have fun. For now, have fun. Yeah. That's the most important part. <laughs> it's not, you know, yeah. you're not going to sell the work because it's not production ready yet, but it's a great place for you to have fun and enjoy what you're doing. Experiment. That's what I say right. to animators. Yeah. Just experiment with it. Don't be afraid experiment of it. Experiment and have fun. That's it. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk to me, Rod. Oh, it's a pleasure, Alex. Anytime. Well, that's it. I want to thank our guests for contributing on our journey so far. And I want to thank you, the phantom listeners, for hearing us ramble around the water pool. Come check in next time as we talk more about the subject of AI in the animation industry. Let's find out together. Don't forget, keep your eyes on the horizon. Goodbye. The Transmission.